No, that'll just aggravate Boogie for some reason. Uh, uh, many shows, by the way, Al, many shows have started with the smacking of Kathy's gum and a and a very She's subtle allowed. reminder reminder to, Look at uh, her. Uh, of how professional we are. Did you just, like, pity gum <laughs> Kathy? Yeah. Did you just oh, look at her? She looks pathetic. Let her chew gum. She took pity on me. She's going to die. Let her chew gum. I am going to die. Let me chew gum because that will save me. That, Kathy, if chewing gum, if you could show me some... Scientific any, evidence. Anything even remotely <laughs> resembling scientific evidence. Chewing gum can give that, you ulcers. That chewing gum. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have. You have a head ulcer. I do have it. That's, that's My what, brain is a giant you're ulcer. You're just an ulcer. There's just a big hole. I thought I was the dumb one on the show. <laughs> ah. uh, yeah. All right, let's start a show. <laughs> you don't have to program ah! Now you got to sing all ah! the jingles acoustically. Ah! Do you feel your sex life? Is oh, I, I really wanted to start the show there. I really, it would have really been great, but we're perverted podcasts, so <laughs> nothing you know. goes right. So it really yeah. doesn't didn't uh, didn't really work out. So, so Kathy, chew chew gum. Thanks. Why am I chewing gum? What are we waiting because for? Because it it's I'm just waiting for, for the, it to load. For it to load, so we actually start. I'm editing. There's some you crusty spots on this blanket, and now I feel kind of gross. Oh God! I I didn't I didn't I don't want to know. I want to know why. Show is for mature. Why Al is covered in a crusty blanket? The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One two three four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of. Play. Perverted Podcast. Oh, woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> we need an audience. We do. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the sexy, kinky lifestyle, sex and perversion. Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, California. Uh, just talking to ourselves. Talking to ourselves. Yeah. I'm Kathy. I'm Owl. I am Count Boogie. I'm Dell, and then of course we have Panda and Mew. And they don't matter because they're literally <laughs> under blankets, lying on the bed. There was they couldn't a, care less about us. There was an instant. There was an instance that occurred. An incident. An incident that occurred, where uh, you know Panda had some feelings. We had a lot of activities we we're going to talk about last night. So there's you know that little uh, woo that comes in. Some call it drop, maybe. And uh, and so right now Mew is. Um, is uh, doing maintenance cuddle care. This is part of the aftercare process. Very important. This is actually kind of important because there is, well, first let's get into Kathy. No. <laughs> let's get no. into Kathy. Kathy, I want to get into you. You're not uh, going to. Can I just get in? No. If you're going to die, can I have sex with you? No. Ah, no. Come on, she has to die she with some sort it. of dignity. She I know. Ow. Thank you, Owl. Ow. I need my dignity. Ow, yeah, because you looked so <laughs> dignified last night, didn't you? You know. Yeah. Kathy. What? How are you feeling? I am feeling extremely tired. This fatigue is just killing me. I sleep like 10 hours a day, and then I, I got to take two naps <laughs> during the day. So it's different from normal? <laughs> I don't normally sleep that much. I'm just exhausted. Very so you're just sleeping a lot, and, yes. and so Creative Explorer is convinced I have mono. 
<laughs> Which mono? Who gets mono anymore? I know. Apparently, it's very rare in adults. I actually know like three people who've gotten mono recently. Really? So. And they're all younger, right? What? All the high schoolers get mono. No, yeah, they're around my age, early 20s. The older people aren't supposed to. It's very rare. But So I said, okay, I'll look up the symptoms. And I looked them up and... You pretty know, close. Pretty close, but I just and your expert doctor who puts in so much effort. You didn't to even give me your, an exam. Didn't he even took give my you an blood exam. pressure. That was it. That's it. <laughs> and then he said, "Go get a blood test and go get a neurologist." Oh, you thanks, doc. <laughs> but you do have an MRI coming up. I have an MRI tomorrow. I had a mammogram. They found abnormalities. Okay. So I have to go back. Friday for another mammogram and followed by an ultrasound. A little titty squishing. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, they find shit all over, and the mammogram isn't quite as defined as an ultrasound, and then right. the even more refined is the MRI. MRI. So they're going to do the mammogram and the ultrasound uh, one right after the other. Right. And the radiologist will be there like they weren't at the original mammogram I had, and they'll be able to give me some answers. So that'll be Friday, and the mammogram will, I mean, the MRI will be Wednesday. Okay. Yep. We'll and see what's going we'll on in my noggin and in my boobs. In your boobs. Hopefully someone can tell me why I have all these weird fucking symptoms. So, You know why? Why? It's because of s- plastic straws, Kathy. Oh, my God. Plastic straws. You're a sea turtle and you're allergic to plastic straws. Actually, someone said to me, maybe it's because of you, the mercury fillings in your teeth. Wow, that is old school, oh, isn't it? Have, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that could. Some stuff. So I was born in 65, and my sister and I, for some reason, had tons of cavities. So from an early age, we had a lot of um, cavities, a lot of fillings, a lot of mercury they had to go in our teeth. So. Right. That is a very possible... Uh, yeah. My ca- sister actually told me that, and I said, you know what, Jackie, if I don't die of cancer, that's going to be the next thing on my list. I'm going to go after the fillings in my teeth. Kathy, but right now... Kathy, I got a... <laughs> I got a got set a of pliers. <laughs> I got pliers right there. We can take care of this. Bam. No. Done. I want my teeth where they are. Just, I just want the fillings out. I can just out. literally <laughs> just rock your jaw and I'm, we can just... Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to happen. No. I got a power drill right, right there. Right there. Right there, <laughs> Kathy. Dell's just looking at you like, what? Dell will smack his dick across your face. It'll put you into a catatonic, hypnotic kind of state. His penis has the ability to put me in a catatonic state. Huh? Well, he is the Torchic whisperer. <laughs> Dell is just sitting there going, why are you guys making up stories about me? He's like, why did I drive an hour just to sit in this chair? Talking an hour. Dell, turn the microphone up to your mouth so that the... Nope, nope, no, no, keep no, turning tw- it. Twist it. T- twist here, it. you see this? Look, look here, Won't see this? Stop <laughs> hitting my mic. This is where, you, that's perfect. Now we have all the Dell. I was, that was, I think that's a record. What? Um, how early in the show you start bagging on Dell about No, some, I'm not, I just want to hear him. Shit. He doesn't have headphones, so he can't hear, he has headphones on. That's for, for the, Discord. For yeah. Discord. I was job. like I was like, why do you have headphones on? I mean, let's <laughs> listen what's going on in that crazy cra- chat. Room. So what is going on in the chat room now that we're so on topic? Uh they want to record intros and send them to you. <laughs> intros like <laughs> for the show. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> do got, it. They gotta do it. Yeah. Do it. So that like their own singing the perverted podcast or just yep. make up their own thing. The, the things you've already done, not like yeah. new jingles. Yeah, why do not? That. Do it. I think that'd be funny. And new jingles. And that'd be funny. <laughs> uh, what about you, Boogie? How Kathy, you it's been. Uh, it's been. Where do we start? Where do we start, Al? 
Al's <laughs> sighing already. I can What's only gonna, imagine. She's like, don't, don't. I went through possibly one of the worst experiences in my life last night. I'm happy I did it, but. <laughs> what did you do to her? Kathy. I think it was what I did. <laughs> oh, no. no. Well, that didn't help, but. But I don't. I did. I miss something. No, all the. I, he bought me a lot of sweets yesterday, and oh yeah, that probably my stomach prob- a little bit. Probably didn't help. No, probably. <laughs> did I you give her a vodka enema, Kathy? Oh, Kathy. It was somebody else's birthday. I don't. Can we say her name on the show? Did we? I think Mew? you said her name before. Mew. Yeah. Is her name on the show? Yeah. Okay, Dove. So. um so yeah, it was Dove's twenty first birthday, and for like in the entire year, she has been looking forward to having her first legal drink, as because that's what we do. You turn twenty one, you want a story to tell when you're fifty years old with your friends sitting around. Oh, what did you do for your twenty first? I remember being twenty one. What did you do for your twenty first birthday? Oh, I went to Vegas. Oh, that's that's pretty normal. Ah, what'd you do? I went to a bar. What'd you do? Oh, I bent over. And they put my first legal drink up my ass. Vodka enema. Vodka enema. Mm-hmm. That is, that's the story. So, um, so she's been waiting and waiting for that. And so, of course, yesterday was her 21st birthday. And as promised, uh, I went and purchased said vodka. And then, of course, Panda and uh, Al were coming over. And I had told them about this. And, uh, and I'm like, well, we're, I'm going to Rite Aid. Who's down? How and of many? Course, how many animal? How many animals do I need? So it was. Uh, it was three shots and three butts. Mew, of course, is like been there, done that. <laughs> been there, done that enough. Not gonna do it plenty again. of times. And uh, and so uh, so I'll take it away. How was that experience for you? So Kathy, to well, preface I this, only, <laughs> I just feel sorry for you already. I have a problem where I'm very curious. And even if I know, I'll probably hate something. I'll still try it at least once. I knew I was going to hate this. As soon, like the minute it went in my butt, I was like, I already hate this. It just felt like a needle going up my butt. It did not feel good. And the liquid didn't feel good. Sitting on the toilet for 30 minutes didn't feel oh good. Oh, my. <laughs> How much did you put in there, Boogie? I just used a fleet enema, just like the one. I didn't even use the full bag, like, you know, with Mew. I, uh, you know, I, uh, I'll i use the bag. Oh that would be God. a lot of vodka. Well, okay. The whole thing wasn't vodka. <laughs> no, 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 no. And let us preface this before we go any further. Uh, a vodka enema is, uh, can be very dangerous. The, a lot of people can get alcohol poisoning. You put a third of what you can normally drink. Like if you, it takes you three shots of alcohol to get uh, a little drunk, then you would use one shot in, uh, in an enema because you don't have anything to vomit. It's going up your ass. There's no shut off. So it can just sit there and absorb. And and you can get really uh, intoxicated, uh, which on Dove it was extremely effective. <laughs> poor, I, poor Dove, she just like <laughs> she literally, yeah, it was very effective in just one shot. So you have the enema, and so probably three quarters of the water solution, and then one shot, mix it up, you know, because straight alcohol up up your ass is going to burn and is going to feel even worse than than it did with the water. <laughs> in it so now go ahead is, okay go ahead yeah i mean go ahead what were you gonna i was gonna ask you is that why um you was using a rolling pin on your stomach i so <laughs> <laughs> i just look over and literally since last night like there wasn't a minute where my gut was just hurting 
And I guess it probably doesn't help that my period also started. So I'm dealing oh with those cramps as well. <laughs> so all of that on top of each other. And I'm just, I'm just not feeling great today. I'm Boogie, I blame you just, entirely. Oh, no, this was entirely my, I'm full. Yeah, but I blame him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, I will take my responsibility as the person who purchased the enema, prepped the enema. <laughs> I told you how it was going to work, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I did explain. This is the process. See, I, this it is, was all consensual. I, I knew what I was it. walking to. I knew I, still I was blame Boogie. <laughs> well, I'll still take the blame. My curiosity has been quenched, though, and now I will never do it again. It was great. And as um, as a top who primarily would like to see, um, I mean, it is fun when you push a boundary or something like that. But in general, I really do like to hear people say, oh, that was really cool. That's, you know, that was, even if it's like, well, that was cool. I don't need to do it again or whatever. So when you hear someone go, I hated every second of that. I will never do that again. Uh, I'm reevaluating my life choices. Like that whole just barrage of like, this was a horrible, shitty, <laughs> pardon the pun, experience. Uh, had to throw it in, sorry. Um, you know, the, you're kind of like, oh, well, I I helped somebody find a limit. That's, that's, that There's was, your silver that lining. Was, that, was, that, <laughs> was, uh, that was it. And uh, I don't know, Panda... Panda didn't say much. She seemed fine. She seemed a little. Were you okay? She Did gave you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. No. Okay. So not the the biggest thrill. It is not for everyone. It and uh, is some not. people are really into the animals. Some people are really into the cramping and the pain and the holding it and the and the, all those things. But the end result was a little bit of intoxication. Yeah, I did get a little tipsy, yeah. which was nice and probably helped with the pain. But uh, and then after, yeah. and then after that, of course, because you're wrapped in a blanket right now, your your knees are up to your chest. You look <laughs> very hot. Really cramping almost, right now. <laughs> she's ready to be fetal in a corner. <laughs> and I look over; she's lying on the bed, and Mew's got it's like stand, uh, sitting on her with a rolling pin on, like she's. You know, rolling yeah. out some just, biscuit dough or something. Just pretty much. <laughs> On my stomach. It felt wonderful. <laughs> working it out. So, uh, And so this morning, uh, we made up for it with a pancake spank, which was... Now, that was a better experience. That was a much better experience. He just made this giant pancake and just kept spanking me with it. And it was very warm and soft, and it was rather enjoyable. Did you make enough to eat after throwing that one away? Well, no. I mean, I was making the pancakes, and then I thought more people were going to, you know, want pancakes. So, uh, you know, because, you know, the daddy thing, you get the little apples, and then you saute them in butter, and, and, you know, you make caramelized, you know, apples, and then you do the thing. And there was all this pancake batter left, and so you always just make one giant one to either throw around or or spank, or someone, spank with. someone with. Which you did end up throwing it around too. But yeah, we did, and it stayed together. It did. I Everyone's was very like, surprised. "It's going to fall apart." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." If you cook the one side of the pancake like really well done, and then make the other side kind of for some reason it gets a little, it holds together. And if you hold it in the middle, like you cover, it's like the size of a giant plate. You know, the whole pan. And then when you just kind of, woof, you know, you hold it in the middle. You know, like a waiter hold. Mm -hmm. And then you can spank uh, quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit of spanking with the pancake. I slept most of the weekend. That is amazing, Kathy. Sleeping is good. Sleeping (laughs) Sleeping is wonderful. People people do love sleeping. They do Uh, love sleeping. Del? Yes? Your voice is so clear. I just want you to know. Perfect, clear voice. Thank you very much. Um, (laughs) What, uh, anything going on with you? 
Kathy? Um, well, you saw me. How's your weekend. knee? No, how's your knee? By the way, um, I just had an MRI today. Jesus fucking Christ! And you guys get a follow up on that on Wednesday. I'll probably just get PT prescribed because you were hobbling. Or you were you did pretty good yesterday because community it's like, day. I'm set. I have canes. I have crutches. I'm used to being a cripple. He's young. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I have screws in my kneecap. There we go. I've had two surgeries for that. Yes. I've had two surgeries on my junk, but that's separate. Junk <laughs> Tell surgery. Tell us about that. Wait, what? Um, not sure if it's been mentioned on the podcast. I have one testicle. So oh, I've had oh. two surgeries of surgery to put in a prosthetic testy uh-huh. and then a surgery to remove the prosthetic testy because it didn't work no no because um as you age your testicles get bigger so it was a mitch mass in oh. size <laughs> oh my god They're like oh do you want a new ball because they used to do like um breast um implants that were like saline but they had issues of them popping so they've switched to metal and they're like, oh, do you want one of these? FYI, it might increase your statistical cancer rate. I'm like, no, I don't want balls of steel to kill my ball. No. That was so a I quick passed. answer. Who you would know? say yes? Yeah, that's well, weird. Let's see. Have giant nuts or like, why do you need the... Because like, I guess if people aesthetically have had, like, injuries or, something? or like are used to having two testicles and they want the aesthetics of it, I've... I guess Besides, that. like, I like, always knew that one of mine was fake, so it's not like, oh, no, I have to have two. I feel emasculated. It's like, no. Who it, cares? Like, I look at normal balls, and I'm like, that's weird. Like, their ball sack's <laughs> full. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you can get them twisted. He's doing no, the pokey you. thing. Like, <laughs> he's just making for the listeners. He's so doing them. why wouldn't you do the saline one? It was the silicone oh, they, one they that gave problems. offering them because um, men would pop them, so they just stopped offering the saline one, so they only have the... the the metal, metal one. What the fuck are men doing to their balls? Well, that there's a lot them. of stuff going on right now about breast implants in women. My, I, I have a couple good friends that have both had theirs removed after 20 years. They start developing all these autoimmune things and just horrible, hideous. That was things. with silicone. It's well, no, it's just those are saline implants, but it's fucking plastic, and your blood is washing over that plastic over and over and over, year after year, and little bits of plastic start to peel away from your implant and start fucking with your entire system. And of course, the industry is not talking about this, but there are a lot of women that are having severe health issues right now. I have. One friend that is literally just having like death related uh, types of illnesses, allergies to food, autoimmune, all sorts of things, and uh, and so yeah, they're they just got you just you. Sh- it needs to be life threatening for you to shove plastic in your body and keep it there for years and years and years. That's all I'm saying. They're I would. I mean, I don't know. I know people who have had them for over thirty years and, and they're, they're perfectly yeah. fine. So I don't think it's. I think it depends on the person. Yeah, I don't think it's a guarantee, but it's it's definitely this. You need a lot more long term research on this, and I, and they have it now. You know, so you know, so I I just don't I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I used to be so you know, uh, hey, everyone should feel good about their bodies and have whatever surgeries or whatever they want uh, to feel good about themselves. But, you know, if that if that has a really high chance of giving you testicular fucking cancer <laughs> no, or <thank> you. <laughs> or whatever, I would just say work on your personality. You know, as maybe as long as you're aware of the risks and you accept those risks. Yeah. Just like kink. Yeah. But I like fitting in tight pants. So I'm good with one. <laughs> it's true. 
It's true. My My balls are constantly in the way. I mean, other than Mew loving them as emotional support testicles because they just hang horribly old man long, um, they really are an inconvenience. Right. I'd really like to just be, you know, just give me the ween. The ween? Just, just let keep, me keep as long the, as you just, get the ween, you're just, good. Uh, just, well, just like, don't tie the tubes. Just be a eunuch. Just be, yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is when you kill that testosterone, things start start changing. And I'm already fucked up enough as it is, so I'll just keep my long hanging nads. Got it. Hang All balls. right, let's, let's move on. Hang balls. This. What, do you want to talk about hang balls? I want about testicles No one wants implants. to know about. My hanging balls. How when you no fuck one. someone from behind, it smacks their titties. <sighs> Literally no one. <laughs> They sound For like reference, that, huh? he's subtly thrusting under the table. He is. <laughs> Don't thrust, please. Celebrate your veg, cause it rocks. Put a needle in your cock on fat life. I, I thought you were gonna uh, sing all of the jingles. You I was, but then the everything. computer started working again. Ah, uh, that was just a fallback. Yeah, so lazy. <laughs> I can go anywhere and be hated like this. <laughs> We're so lucky that you, you picked you. But our yeah, hate I, is so pure and loving. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> this is how short our show is, even though we're still, we're going to talk the entire time anyway. It fits on one page. Normally for me, it's like three pages long. Yeah, like the note page is literally not even, <laughs> not even just like half. All right. Th- this post is written by Maya. It's called, My Dom says he won't go down on me because eating pussy is a submissive act. Now, just... <laughs> Why even just shouldn't we just stop there? Haven't we had that one before? That sounds familiar. It's a common issue, it, but yeah. everybody has a different I think it take. was the reverse before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I won't suck dick because it's a submissive act. I don't know, something like that. I don't know. Actually, she's a dominant. Okay. Somewhere in the post, which I didn't pick to talk about that, she talks about going down on her submissive because she fucking owns that cock, as she puts it. So, so she's she's actually not talking about herself. She's talking about this phrase that she's heard from people. She, uh, she says, not enjoying eating pussy is one thing. Not being good at eating pussy is also a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there are the perpetually baffled and confused doms who think DS is a way to avoid eating pussy. Just remember, every time you believe it's submissive to eat pussy, there's a dominant out there who knows how to dominate a pussy into a paint-shredding mess. Ladies, you'll get what you settle for. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like how she begins at least saying nobody's nobody's saying anything bad about someone who doesn't like doesn't doing like it, it or is just bad at it. But when you're making up some bullshit, yeah, when you're making up bullshit to justify whatever you're trying to justify, it's just I think a that lame excuse. It, it really, it, it is, really yeah. does. Come, I mean, I have, <laughs> I've I've heard this thing, you know, because I this all kind of goes into the service top and and the early days when I first came in like 10 years ago, there was still a lot of the uber dominant kind of male dominated community. Um, and it was, you know, a lot of snickering about service tops. Oh, service top. And, you know, so and and I have never uh, subscribed to that. And and I used to call fucking the Uber Doms. I remember I went to some Dom boot camp, and I'm like, why are you guys making fun of this? If that's what somebody wants to do, why is that somehow now not a good kink? If I, if I, if I want to do something for my partners, if I want to give my partners pleasure, that is that is my choice. 
That is me being in charge of me and in that situation. So who the fuck do I need your fucking opinion? Everyone's like, it's okay, I guess, because you're you're in control. And it's just like, who gives a fuck is really what it comes down to. Who gives a fuck what that title is? Because if if my title is what dictates what my actions are, I'm not genuine and you're not genuine. You're absolutely, if everything is based on, well, my title says this and my interpretation of my title says this, so I have all these different rules and restrictions, based on that, are you really genuine at anything you're doing, whether you're dominant, submissive, or anything? Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I, I just, there have been maybe a handful of times over the course of our relationship, Creative Explorer and I, and that I have tried topping him, like we did a We've experimented a few sure. times. And during those times, I have him helpless, and I find tremendous satisfaction in going down on him because usually when I go down on him, he's dominant. He's deciding the uh, how fast I'm doing it, exactly how I'm doing He's holding my hair, and it's all about him. Right. Whereas if he's tied up, I know how to do things with my mouth that really are not comfortable <laughs> to him, and my sadist comes out. And likes to just watch him squirm because he can't move because he's tied up so much. And I love he has trouble understanding. Is my point? He, mm. I ha, we've talked about it, and um, he can start to see after I've explained w- what it is that I get out of it as a dominant. He just never. I, I guess it's a common uh, conception you have that to go down on your submissive in any way is is not a dominant act. I I understand why someone would naturally assume that. I really So is do. getting them a drink of water? That's that's also your submissive Everybody, is buying them a dinner and that's just is it. opening a door for them. Everybody is has taking that is, the line is beyond which taking, they won't cross. I mean and that's yeah and and that's fine. I mean you're allowed to have whatever line that you cross and you're allowed to be whatever douche you want to be. I definitely have all my douchiness. Uh, in me that I I I say up front, this is the douche you're getting. Hello, everybody in the Love Lab. This is the douche you are getting, and and that I I don't argue with that, but I still keep going back to that. If you really look at life, because first off, you hear that natural born dominant, you know, and it's just you get caught up in that image. I'm a natural born dominant. Dominant. Fuck you. When you were three years old, your mother smacked the shit out of you and told you to sit the fuck down and you sat the fuck down. You were your mom's little bitch for as long as you were. So there is no natural born dominant. So it's it's it just comes to that title and how you just rob yourself of intimacy and relationship with a partner by trying to put everything in a category of this is dominant this is not what about just interacting with a human you don't open doors for you know you hold it you slam doors and every single person male female's face because you know it's it's i don't want to be submissive and be a service submissive and i mean really if you look at your life and all the things you do here let me help you with that let me you know pick that or let me do that or her i'll pick up the you know help you pick up this couch or whatever the fuck you do those are all service we're, you know, that's how we make our society work. Uh, you know, I get that some people, they have issues. Yeah. Some people absolutely have issues. I've talked about how Creative Explorer won't open the door for me. He'll just walk right into the restaurant and he doesn't care if the door slams in my face. Right. And that is what I would consider extreme because he's not doing it. He's doing it deliberately 
to prove to himself and everyone else that he's not there to make you feel good. Mm. And so I've actually, we've actually had a few discussions about that. I've called him on it and said, I, I, this isn't a rational creative explorer I'm dealing with. This is irrational creative explorer. And he, he was like, I don't understand. What does that mean? And I said, you deliberately go out of your way to walk through the door and purposely... Not hold it. Exactly. There, you do it with intent. So that is not a rational uh, thing you're doing. That's not a rational act. You, And as we started to talk about it, what we uncovered, there was an origin story there. Oh. <laughs> and he had gone through a difficult um, and uncomfortable uh, dinner with family members in which uh, he had some fucking prima donna women there who who got pissed off at him because he wasn't doing all of the things men are supposed to do. He wasn't holding the door for you. He wasn't waiting for you to order. He gave the order to the waiter first. He, all these things that come naturally to him and ever sit, and I, I remember telling him, oh, fuck. These fucking women in your family ruined you. The damage that they caused, now I have to deal with the fallout. Yeah, that's, that's part of a relationship is I, dealing with people's baggage. I get it, but it's one of the areas in which, and he's fucking going to hear this, it's one of the areas in which uh, I've not seen any um, progress. I've not seen any <laughs> desire to break from that mold where he is just going to prove it every single time he walks through a door. And I can tell because he'll start to, there's a part of him that will automatically turn to see where I am and it's almost you can see it cross his face like, and he'll I go, nope, <laughs> I shall not do it and he keeps going. <laughs> I shall not be submissive. Oh. I don't want to be... You know what? So I understand that people have issues, is my point. I sure. understand that there are things that, that so poke at you and make you pissed off and make you enraged that you're just not going to do it. You might not like it going down on someone. You might not be good at it. You might have issues that you have not been able to deal with. And so there's, so there's a lot of reasons, but I don't like when people hide behind the... Well, I'm sorry, but that's a submissive act. I'm not going down on you. I also just don't understand it because, like, when you're going down on someone, you're like completely in control. That's of kind of what's the, yeah. going on. That's like, absolutely how is that submissive. It's the one time my dick is not involved because if my dick is involved, then you own the pussy. It's your pussy. If I want to fuck a pussy, then I got to be nice to you or or you know, do some whatever dance or you know whatever. Um, but when you're in my mouth. I, I own you because I can stop and you have to beg me to not, you know, I, I am in that control. I'm not getting any, you know, you can't say, oh, well, he's getting laid and, you know, whatever. So for me, it's, it's, there's a lot of control. But you know what? Regardless of what my headspace is, ultimately in my life, I've come to the point, who cares? Who cares? If you want to say I'm gay for eating a vagina, then I'm gay. You're gay. I'm gay. <laughs> I'm a gay vagina eater. Uh, you know, if you want to call I I don't I'm I'm trying in my life. I've found that having all of these restrictions based on you know, trying to protect myself and and ultimately that's what this is in my opinion. This is somebody trying to protect their feelings, their insecurities and so they're creating this wall of of these whatever supposed, you know, morals and ethics in front of them that say, this is this and that, I shouldn't do this and that. And I understand you're trying to protect yourself from some pain that you probably had at some point and you're trying to navigate your life and your image and your identity. I get that. But ultimately, fuck it. 
just it it just makes you miserable after a while. Where do you fall on this, Dell? What side of the? I really like doing it, and I don't see how breaking someone's brain if you're giving good oral is submissive at all. I so. know. Giving yeah. pleasure, I think, seems to be... What if it be, is, though? Isn't it? Like giving, Just be submissive. Giving yeah. pleasure. Why is giving pleasure a submissive act? I don't know. I don't, so know. I don't really understand like, why I people guess think maybe that it's is. like, oh, it has to be all orgasm denial. That's dominant. It's like, no. Yeah. So what if, exactly. what if your bottom yes. likes, likes it when you flog them? You're now a service top because they like it. What if they like it when you spank them? You're now a service top because they like it. Al, have you had anybody ever pull the dominant card on you and say, I'm not going down on you because I'm a dominant? <laughs> no, because I don't let anybody do anything like that to me. Like, if they're like, I'm not going to do this because I'm a dominant. Well, I'm like, all right, well, you're missing out then. Bye. Like, <laughs> I got no room for you in my life. Yeah, no, I just, it's, I don't know. I just think it's really dumb when people blame something on being a dominant or they use that as an excuse mm. to not do something. Right. Interesting. I just think it's lame. Yes. Good. It was a good post. Short, easy to dissect. <laughs> I like those. There's a lot of stuff in it, but it was good. It was good. Kathy? Woody. Can I submissive your vagina? <laughs> no. Can I submissive your vagina with Al's vagina vicariously living through my penis? I literally don't know what you just uh, said. Exactly. So there's a chance than what you're saying. No. There's a s- I said I literally don't know <laughs> what you're saying. But that was no K-N-O-W, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know! If you're capable of explaining what you just said, I will take it into account. Aha! There's a chance, then! Oh, my Lord. I just need to do some homework? <laughs> Del, what is going on in that chat room? Get Make me out of here. Make some graphs? <laughs> just got to put um, up a little graph? Those graphs got to mean something, buddy. They were suggesting me throw things at you? What? At who? At Boogie. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> because I asked for them, like, oh, what what useful things are we talking about or doing? It's like, give me something. You're like, uh, we can have physical objects. Throw a bike at him. I'm like, that's not what Boogie really wants. I don't think he'll consent. <laughs> Throw a bike at me. It's like wow. I found like a clown nose. I'm like, See, there. like a clown nose, that seems kind of a Nerf gun or, you know, something. But, you know, I Go think ahead, a, a whole bike. Do it. That's, Do it. It didn't even reach. Oh, it's a, it's a clown nose. I just want you to know, it's I was willing air. to submit to your <laughs> clown nose throw. <laughs> Thank you. It we've makes, now had a scene. We've now had a scene. There <laughs> wasn't a lot of negotiation, but, you know. Good I, job. I, I, and I, yes, and out. I did it. <laughs> I feel closer to you now, Del. Oh. Yeah. They also wanted to check in that it's actually recording. <laughs> yes, it is. They're so good in the chat. Thank you. That's actually I can't good. See the screen. That's so. good. I'm del- I'm looking over. It seems to be recording. When sex said from your grandma does not suffice, go to perverted podcast for some fucking advice. Today's question comes from our own Dell. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes, what? it does. This is actually. Oh, we were supposed. We should have told Al. <laughs> Al is great. She's quick on her. Yeah, feet she's there. quick on She'll, her feet. I'll figure it out. Her yeah. cramping feet. What? No, it's my. It's my gut. No, her feet aren't cramping. God, get it what? right, That's not man. how cramps work. It's her belly that's cramping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hip bone is connected to uh, the liver bone. I think that you're losing. There's a bone in the did liver. Did you take an, an alcohol enema? But well, I did not. losing it. I did, I, Kathy, I used up all of my alcohol tokens a long time ago, and the residual effects are still well in place. Uh, okay, whatever. Foot, so, cramp, <laughs> foot cramp liver bone. 
See, he just throws out ridiculous nonsense. Oh God, no! Oh no! Put the guitar down. Foot cramp, liver bone, foot cramp, liver bone. Come on, everybody! I think I lost any sort of patience I had when we lost the last show. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Gone. I can push anyone out it this really, door. You know what? Switch. It affected me very negatively losing that show. I was yeah. so angry and pissed off. And then I came in grumpy on Thursday going, <laughs> let's do this fucking But it was show. a good show. We did. We Al was like... Doing- Looking at me like, at least you were there. Yeah, Del. Why weren't you here? I wasn't invited. (gasps) Well, uh, see, there was mentioning of Thursday, but there was no actual invite. I blame you again. Discord commensurated. It's like there was no invite. To be fair, I just kind of ended up here. (laughs) Yeah, she just showed up. I I can probably tell you exactly what happened, Del. Is that I texted Boogie like an hour before I was going to leave work, and I'm all so I'll be there at such and such time to record and i i knew that on the other end of the phone <laughs> boogie was like i wish it could be oh fuck we're supposed to record again oh, yeah i totally and she didn't texts know it and goes he texts and goes oh yes al is going to be here too and i know <laughs> what that means is al was here and we were doing some fun <laughs> kinky stuff but no. i'm gonna make it sound no. as if she's here for the show no i ended up having the day off of work for a random reason and I actually literally just came here and played the piano for like an hour. Uh-huh. That was going to be, yeah, we were So like don't feel rehearsing. too bad, Del, because I was too I feel grumpy. Better. I was too grumpy. <laughs> I feel to, slightly validated. To, to try and... Um, it was completely unintentional that I ended up here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you mean baby. unintentional? <laughs> <laughs> don't get butt hurt. I am butt hurt. Don't you get this? vodka That's butt my hurt. butt. It's hurt. <laughs> Actually, I am butthurt. I slipped weird on my hip, and it's just digging through my okay. flesh. How many times do I have to tell you that at our age, you can't just be slipping around? Put on something other than those fucking Crocs. He said sleeping. Sleeping. Yeah, so... Not slipping. <laughs> stop your slippery sheets and your... Oh, God. The... Foot bone, liver bone, foot bone, liver bone, foot bone, lift up, dude. <laughs> it wasn't my Crocs. I was sleeping. Uh, foot bone. You, how many people did you have on that tiny bed, and you just, like, slipped <laughs> off the end? <laughs> It's not actually a bed. It's a massage table. It's not. It's table. a massage. Yeah. Two massage tables put together. Yeah, and you're like, know. here we go. Fusion dance. It's a bed. <sighs> I don't know anything. <laughs> well, anyway, we have a topic. So, uh, Del, what was your question? <laughs> oh, how do you personally vet your play partners? Uh, See, I thought this was actually uh, a really good uh, five-pointer for Del because... Um, what? I think I you, kicked, you a kicked nut- the... I'm kicking a lot oh. of mics. That, we don't need that one. Um... I thought this was really good because this is a chance for each of us to say, because, you know, we've talked about vetting in general, but to just kind of go around and just say, what's your process? Because obviously we all probably have slightly different. Owl, you should go first. Because she was the most informed of this segment. She's the most prepared. I am probably the most recent person who's had to vet people. But uh, Ah, there we go. So my vetting process kind of starts by just chatting with someone. I generally start by just having a normal conversation with someone. I usually, most of my play partners, I actually didn't have the intention of trying to make them play partners. We just talked and then happened to have some things in common. So then we just kept talking more. Um, and then I'll usually uh, kind of, because I usually meet people at parties. Ooh, sorry. I usually meet people at parties and, you know, they'll have, I'll have friends of friends or like friends that are friends with both of us. And then I'll just kind of ask those friends 
what they've know about this person, what they've seen this person do, um, how trustworthy they are. And for the most part, I've actually had most people tell me that someone's trustworthy or reliable and everything ends up working out and they end up being good play partners and they are trustworthy and reliable. Um, there's only one instance where I did have someone, or actually there's two where people have told me to stay away from this person and they ended up being right. And it was a good thing that I avoided them because something would come up shortly after about someone else getting hurt in some fashion oh, no. by this person I was potentially going to play with. So that's kind of my process. I just talk to someone first, get to know them really well, and then I'll ask friends who I know that they also know what they're like. I haven't really played with anybody who I don't have someone to kind of tell me what they're like or if they've done anything wrong or if they're a trustworthy person. I always only play with people who I can talk to right? like within a group. So you do a lot of external vetting. You, yeah. have, a, you have a community where you actually have people around you and, yes, and you yeah. have that. So, okay, good. Very good. Kathy? Me? Yeah. I haven't done a lot of playing lately or a lot of searching out there, so I, I don't know that I'm really that qualified right now. What about in the, pro- in the past? I mean, um, In the past, my, um, my process is very similar to the process to allow anybody into my life. I've got to get to know you. And uh, in the past when I was um, looking for play partners... I found that that is actually a, a deterrent to people. People don't want to have long conversations. They don't want to, hey, I'll see you next week. Let's let's continue this. They mm-hmm. find that very boring and totally useless <laughs> for the most part. Um, and they just want to get to it. And so I, I understand that. A lot of people feel that same way. I Sometimes I think it's just unfortunate that that's how I do things. I have to get to know you. My trust comes from spending time with you. And so if you're not willing to get together at, at a diner and talk, talk at the next time we see each other at the party, you know, text, maybe email and keep talking for a good long while, I, I probably have very little interest in mm-hmm. playing with you. That's pretty much it. That's good. That is good. Now we're, I'm, I'm starting to see our theme. I'm starting to see our theme from... Then there's ex- it. Well, no, let's go to Dell. <laughs> uh, so my method of vetting is... Is your arm backwards? What? Doesn't it look like from here? It's, oh, it's, it's like Elba's arms it's, forward. Like it, it looks like it's completely like backwards. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm like, fun, but I'm pretty sure angle. you would enjoy that. I'm like, am I hallucinating or is his arm completely I'm literally doing the same back- thing right now. No, his is way more. I'm sorry, Del. <laughs> I'm sorry, backwards arm. Foot uh, so, I... Um, I'm switched. I'm not sure if it's come up at some point. So I feel a bit bad that I don't vet my bottoms as much as I like vet tops. Like um, I'm usually more focused because uh, with cat, like similar to two, I like to talk to someone. I I'm not really good or down with just service topping someone I just met five minutes ago. Like I'll do an electric sample for that kind of thing, but a full on scene I am not doing. So getting to know them and seeing if they're trustworthy really, or just, Getting, I don't usually like. Once they're friends, then I'll like play more. So that's more of like my: Are you a decent human being? Not like: Are you good at play or not? And then trying to see if there's overlap. Um, and then for me, bottoming. Um, I usually end up bottoming with 
pro tops over at Sanctuary or elsewhere. So I've seen them play. Like also just right. seeing someone play besides just asking yeah. how they play. So it's like, okay, they go really heavy. If I play with them, I'll point out it's like I'm not that heavy of a thing. We can do these other things. Um but yeah, that's a bit of how I go about it. I think that's nice. a that's a great process. Um um we have it's very interesting. So I like I this is very this is I like this. This is full spectrum. Um, I'm going from the point uh, as as a top. Um, my vetting. I like to vet the person against themselves, and which is also going to tie into if you don't have a community like Al was talking about, um, where you can actually ask people, "Hey, you know, who is this person?" Or in Dell's situation, where you can, uh, you know, say, "Hey, I've seen these people play," because those are really those are amazing. Those are gifts of a community. Those are those are absolute gifts of of a better chance of it working out is when you do have the ability to go to reliable people that you trust and they know the person and whatever, or you can just watch them play. And that's one of the wonderful things about playing in public is you can watch what somebody does and how they interact and how they do their aftercare and if they respect safe words and limits and, and things like that, or if they're intuitive, you know, you that is that is a wonderful thing. But most of the people in the world don't have that. So most of the vetting that you have to do is you kind of have to turn, you have to vet the person against themselves. And Kathy, you talked a little bit about, I actually listened. It was great. Um, Kathy, you talked a lot about uh, that person. If they are not willing to have more than one conversation, that this is going to be an ongoing thing, that your ass is worth your ass is valuable enough that this person must show you what you need from them intellectually and emotionally right. uh, to do this. And I think that goes more in line with what the world that doesn't have uh, a kink community that they can rely on on other people. Um, and And that's where you can vet someone against yourself. Like, say you're talking to someone online and, uh, and you want to vet that person. Um, you start asking things that are going to make somebody who is not reliable or doesn't have your best interest at heart or may have some sort of negative intention for you, you can start making them uncomfortable that they're going to get away with that with you. That's where you do things like, I'm going to have a safe call. How do you feel? Let's talk about the safe call, in which I've had partners uh, do with me. And we talked, you know, people that have come from out of town and don't really know me. And we've gotten to know each other online. And we talked about having a safe call uh, in place. And that, hey, when I come in your place, I'm calling this person and they want to actually talk to you. Are you okay with that? And if somebody obviously is very uncomfortable with that, then obviously that is kind of that's um, uh, you know uh, that's a warning flag. Hey, would you are you willing to meet me at a police station and and park in front of the police? There's parking in front of the police station. That way, one of our cars is always there. Do you have a problem with that? You know, there's there's a lot of different things that you can do that can that can vet somebody kind of against their own morals and judgment. Because me personally, I don't have anything to hide. If somebody said, hey, you know what, it would make me feel more comfortable if, uh, you know, my brother's a cop and and he wants to run your license. Is, is, that, is that okay? That would make me feel more comfortable if before we played, because I don't know you, if you would do that. My point of view is like, okay, well, I, I don't have, you know, I don't have anything to hide. Sure. That makes you more comfortable. So there's 
and that's an extreme case. I've never been asked to show a license, but I do know lots of people uh, in the past mostly. Uh, I haven't heard of it recently, but people will say, this is my license number. This is, this is it. So you know who I am before we meet. You have the ability that if something goes wrong, this is the address of my house. When you pull up to that house, is the address that they gave you the same as this? Is it a hotel? Whatever. You know, there are so many, there's a lot of little things that you can do that can make somebody who doesn't have a good intention for you feel very uncomfortable and they will start making excuses. And that's, those are your warning signs. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so for me as a top, uh, my biggest interest is to make sure that the person under me, uh, A, understands what my intentions are, and B, that they're psychologically um, stable enough. This is microphone-beating fucking show. It is. Every one of us. I think, oh, Dell, just hit your microphone us. so you can... Thanks. It's like we've just now been, it's all of us. Yeah, now, now <laughs> it's all of us. We're safe. Um, I have no idea what it is. It was good what you were saying. Thanks. <laughs> I totally had How, something. I mean, we have a very short show. Yeah, that's fine. Are you sure? Our listeners are going to be so No, upset. I just, uh, you know. I really dropped the ball. I literally, on on Monday, you always lately have been texting me and go, Well, if we want to pat it, uh, Discord had a link that would be a fun inverse. There's, what's the worst fetish advice you've ever gotten? Ah. Well, I have to that think. Uh, yeah, that. Show. Yeah, we'd have to do it on another show. I got to think about That's, that. Yeah. On the so. next next week's <laughs> next show time. is our four year anniversary. Next week, we'll get the answer. <laughs> Bizarro episode. Give bad advice. Give bad. Oh, that <laughs> no. would be amazing. Just a show where it's like, yeah, yeah. Then someone tunes in. For he's the a first sex time. offender, and he's level three. Yeah, fucking just you know, go meet him in a hotel. It's not a big deal. He's got rope in his trunk. You know, a lot of people have rope in their trunk. Just do it. Come on. Fuck it. God. You only live once. You need that not button for long. again where you can press it and it's like the views of Boogie. Yes. Do not. <laughs> the views of Boogie do not necessarily reflect those of Kathy. I have That's the worst that. editing. And just redo that, please. <laughs> that would mean you'd have to come in and re-record it. That's fine. Just do, does not necessarily reflect those of anybody in the room. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah. you're adding stuff. Kathy, I agree, I'll just, I have some no buttons. I'll bring you some. Please, I would love a no button. He's the one that Constantly. suggested a bad advice show. Uh, you're going to have to put together next week's show, by the way. Am I? Yes, it's our four-year anniversary. I'll throw up a Fat Life stuff because I have am one I still, ready to go. Am I still peeing in a trash can? <laughs> yes. You're putting the show that together. Is, I'm... Why... why? We just have I'm to remember exhausted. to water Al beforehand. I am possibly getting bad news this week. Please put our four-year anniversary show together. I will put together the four-year listener- anniversary. Did you hear that, listeners? He I promised. Put- He's going to put this show you? together. It's on record. <laughs> if you need help. Take a note. Exist, I can what? do membership stuff and help you. If you Take a help. note. See, Dell can help you. I think all of our listeners can help us by emailing at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com or going on our FetLife page. Uh, perverted podcast and giving some suggestions on things you want to talk about. I can definitely come up with some topics. You'll set up the whole peeing in the trash can thing. Peeing in a trash can thing. It will actually be in a bowl in Food the trash can. Corner. You have to come up with a jingle for it. You've got I will pee, pee in a bowl, 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 pee in, bowl, <laughs> bowl, pee in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Look at us just going out gracefully. <laughs> Show 207. Yeah. One before the four. 
No, I like. I I mean, it's it's short but sweet. But um, I definitely. Uh, it was a good show. I, I like yeah. it. Well, let's uh, do some clapping and, and get out of here. Yay! Woo! And that is our show. Thank you to all of you, our lovely, adorable, wonderful listeners. Whether you're a Patreon supporter or not, we love that you listen to our show and actually get some entertainment value out of it. Joining us in the Love Lab tonight are two deadbeats who just basically laid under the blanket the entire time and didn't contribute in any way to the show. By being cute. Cute yep. energy. It's a thing. Their existence is beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay, fine. I'll go with that. <laughs> Thank you to Owl and Dell. Without these two to bail us out, Boogie, it would be you and I doing crazy stuff that people turn off after 10 minutes. That is not true. That is absolutely true. I am going true. to say Al and Dell definitely enhance the experience they of Perverted Podcast. They us out. It is great, but our half a pee episodes are... <laughs> Which we were supposed to record last week, but I'm so tired. I just can't <laughs> do it. Oh, pumpkin. You have to come to my place, and while I'm lying in bed, hi, just put the mic up I'll just my... bring the recorder. <laughs> we'll be all so, Kathy. How are you feeling? <laughs> put the phallic object in her face. That's the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Get that phallic object out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Uh, it. That's it, yes. Uh, (laughs) Don't forget to send your questions or comments to pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com or call us at 424-226-2037. Give Boogie some help because he's putting together next week's show all on his own. He's going to need your help. I like how you just look me in the eye and you're, all, you're committing to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I didn't know this, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, away from the Pokemon, put a show together. You're not, you're not, you're not p- p- feeling good. That's I'm it. I'm going to bring good. in dancing people. Bring it, man. Because you know what? Didn't even mention. <laughs> what? Part of the drunk enema was to get them loosened up. To be the Pogo Insanity Dancers. Oh, God. In our first Pogo Sanity song. Did you record d- it? Do the manking. Oh, it's up. It's yeah. up. There's a video. It is, it's up. It's up on our Perverted Podcast YouTube channel. And you can see three drunk girls. Why isn't it up on our Perverted Podcast profile? I am. Not well, it's a, it's a Pokemon Go song. So? All right, I'll put it up put it on, on Fet Life. I'll put it on Fet Life. <laughs> right. But it was fun because it totally worked. Get them drunk and they're like, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. We'll dance around. They're I would laughing. have never danced in any other circumstance. So. It, so it was great. So thank you to the makers of vodka and uh, tequila. Wow. <laughs> and Coca Cola. Thank you very much. Thank <laughs> all three of you for uh, giving us this exceptional video. And we will see you next week yes. for our four year. You probably, after this show, they're just like, you know. We're done. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to. I don't need to accomplish this feat. I'm done. That's up for me. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next week. Yay! She swears that she sees aliens. She takes me to the place. So dark, I can only hear her crying. While she stares out into space And what are you trying to tell me? How can I ease the pain? And what the hell did they do To give this kind of pain to you? 
for crayons at the restaurant. Her milkshake mustache makes me laugh. She draws a picture of a little girl. But the little girl doesn't have any hands. What are you trying to tell me? How can I ease the pain? And what the hell did they do to give this kind of thing to What are you trying to 